0: Hitting the border, the SSNA Club. One show already sold out and another one selling quickly are the Rubens having massive, massive success through 2018. And joining me is Sam. Hey, Sam. How are you? Good, thank you. Now, this is a pretty incredible feat, I reckon, selling out one show. And we're pretty stoked that you've uh, announced another one at the SSNA.
1: Yeah, I'm. I can't say that we ever expect to sell out shows, and um, especially when we're in a place that we've never actually toured before. So we had no idea, obviously, coming to Aubrey um, whether tickets would sell at all. So, yeah, we're really excited.
0: So you've never actually been here before? I was trying to figure that out, actually.
1: I've, I've been there. I mean, we've all been there, you know, but not as a band playing yeah. music.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Oh, first time.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, it's going to be great. we could to spend two nights there as well, probably get to know it.
0: Yeah, good stuff. Now, Lola Rue, the new album, um, has been just going great guns for you. Has that been another surprise or has it? did you have a good feeling about it when it came out?
1: Um, no, I, I think we never... Like, this is our third record and every time you're always super nervous. Um, even if, you know, we're confident in... Or, or we're proud of what we've made, that being proud of what you've made really doesn't make a difference. doesn't mean that people are going to like it. So... Um, no, we didn't expect, and we never have expected any kind of success. And it's um, it's kind of good to stay that way because you're never going. It's never going to be the same every time. Um, so It's good to set your expectations low and then um, just be happy with with whatever, with whatever comes. And yeah, it's been good.
0: Now we've been spinning the lead single, Never Ever. Can you tell me a bit about that?
1: Yeah, that's a track that um, actually nearly didn't make the album. Um, we, we'd finished making the album and um, and we actually wrote it like right at the end um we wrote it with a girl called sarah aarons who's um she's a songwriter in la and we just wanted to do like a collaboration kind of thing with her but it wasn't meant to be for the rubens it was just me and elliot going to write a song with sarah and we're possibly going to sort of give it to her and um you know she could sell it on or something like that in in america um and then we sent it off to our management our label and and they really dug it so we we Rubens'd it, and um, yeah, thank God we did because um, it seems to be going pretty good.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Tell you what, it must be interesting to write a song that you wouldn't necessarily think for your own self, and then to record it.
1: Yeah, I mean that happens all the time. I think I think that you know when you're writing songs for a for a you know we're a band, and I and we individually write songs for the band. They're not always going to immediately sound like a song um, that might be necessarily a you know quote unquote Rubens song. Yeah. um so yeah the, the, there's been definitely a lot of tracks in the past where we've we've um we've morphed them into so, the songs that and, and 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 to have that familiar sound that we've got but um but yeah it's definitely it happens in different ways every time sometimes we'll, we'll write a song and immediately it's like yep, that's 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 going on our album and other times it's like it's there's things that we need to change to make it fit um yeah so we had to do that a little bit but I think it sort of fits in there nicely now.
0: Yeah, definitely. And you recently toured with Pink and that must have been incredible exposure to a, a massive, massive audience. But what was that like?
1: It was it was amazing. Yeah, it was really interesting, Um, a lot of fun. Obviously, yeah, the big part for us was just that the huge amount of exposure because I think we nearly played to a half a million people throughout the tour. Yeah. Um, so it was just, um, I guess as a band, you're always trying to reach new audiences and I think the young contemporary audience feel like we've kind of you know done a lot of work reaching them over the years um so pink's audience is a different one and that was the plan was to sort of play our music for people that maybe have never heard of us and i think we did a lot of that There was definitely a lot of people in the crowd looking at us like who the hell are you yeah. um and then hopefully we sort of won them over by the end of the show but yeah it was good it was a lot of fun
0: was that a similar experience when you recently toured the europe uh, to europe and the u.s what sort of audiences were you playing to
1: um i mean because they, they were they were our shows they were sort of um they were there to see us, you know, So they, and even though they were quite small compared to the shows that we do in Australia, um, they were still fans of ours that were there. Um, mm. And so it was it was still the same sort of vibe. It felt, felt like we were playing in front of an Australian crowd when we're in America, Canada and Europe and stuff. It was just the um, size of the crowd was a bit smaller.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then obviously this is a massive tour that you're embarking on yeah what kind of things do you do in preparation i mean you need to develop a bit of on the road stamina don't you for a tour of this magnitude
1: yeah we do i mean i think we did that luckily the pink tour definitely um yeah that was tough that was 43 shows and i think on this tour i don't know if we're doing even 20 on this one so i think after that i feel like we're sort of able to do anything so we're we're ready
0: (laughs) so the warm-up pink she was all right and now you're just off and cruising on your own shows
1: yeah totally. It's, yeah. it's easy.
0: <laughs> no, that's really awesome. So after sort of getting through this tour, what do you do? Do you take a bit of time out? Do you relax? what's looking forward for the Rubens?
1: Um, well, I mean, now we're coming up to the end of the year, so this tour should take us up I think it's taking us up to the middle of December and then um, and then I think we'll probably take a couple of weeks off. Um, it's been so busy um, yeah. and and then I guess we're going to play on New Year's Eve we're playing oh, we're playing in Bali. Um, so we'll go to Bali for New Year's and then uh, I don't know. I think we're sort of making our early early two thousand and nineteen plans right now, but it'll definitely involve um, overseas again. And mm. then I guess we're we'll gonna start making another album as well.
0: So yeah. How, how goes. how do you book a gig in Bali? <laughs>
1: I don't know. That's, <laughs> yeah. some, that's a question for my manager. So I'm glad we did because it's a good holiday.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it'll be great. <laughs> Sounds pretty ideal, yeah. actually. Do you guys have yeah. um, have day jobs that you sort of have or and you get to take time off when you're on tour or is the Rubens just a full-time thing for you?
1: Um, it's a full-time thing. It's been yeah. a full-time thing for us for about six or seven years now. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, I mean, I love it so much that I hate the idea of anything else taking up the time that I could be spending writing music and playing music. But, um, but I get that, you know, it might, might come a time when we have to start thinking about other things, but hopefully that's a long way away.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. when you are embarking on this tour and then perhaps getting into new music in the early stages of next year, we wish you all the best and can't wait to see you at the SSNA Club on Saturday the 23rd and Sunday the 24th of November. Sam from the Rubens, it's been a pleasure.
1: Thank you very much. We'll see you then.